There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. listening to the playmaker podcast what's up family this is the playmaker podcast i'm your host reggie coleman and today i have the guest host leah with me today say hey hi y'all. to the people and uh today we have a special guest the chef himself mr brandon melvin welcome to the show brandon thank you very much appreciate being here yes sir so um first off i hope you save the fam safe and happy belated father's day Thank you, man. Appreciate it. No problem. And um, so let's get right into it. So obviously you're a chef. Uh, you cook. What what started that? What like what pushed you to go into that into that route to cooking? Like what was your passion behind it? Why did that become your passion? Um, you know everybody comes to grandma's house, man. Whether it be regular dinner, Sunday dinner, just a Monday, and smelling. You know, just good, wholesome food, whether it be cornbreads, pies, macaroni and cheese, whatever. And that was it for me. I just fell in love with, you know, the process of cooking and making people happy. And, you know, that reaction people give when you have, you know, great food. So it was really my grandmother, man, just her in the kitchen every single day. I mean, from Sunday to Sunday. And once I got into high school, um, I took home Mac. I made a cheesecake that didn't crack. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, and my home ec teacher told me, you know, she said, out of my 20 years of doing this, you're the only student that's ever made a cheesecake that didn't crack in the middle. You didn't overcook it. So once she told me that, I actually put the basketball down and started, you know, Votech in high school and started taking college-level uh, credit at Mercer County. And, you know, I graduated from there. Uh, went to the Art Institute, uh, New York City, 2007. I graduated 2008, and I've been on this culinary journey ever since. So thinking about, again, your culinary experience, that's funny about that cheesecake. What, what kind of cheesecake was it? It was a regular cheesecake. It just was a plain. regular cheesecake. Uh, <laughs> just plain. She didn't have it doing anything extra, but I made my, you know, my uh, 
my crumbs from scratch, my graham cracker crumbs crushed from scratch. Um, I did everything all by myself. Everybody else had a, a partner, but I think that's the main reason why mine didn't crack because I didn't have anybody, you know, to say, oh, let's do it like this or alter it. I knew exactly what to do. And, you know, it's been, it's been, it's been a journey ever since, man. It's fun. It's, it's demanding. I don't, uh, suggest the, uh, the weak hearted to get into this industry because it's, it's zero to high violence. It's zero to high violence when you're in the kitchen from 5 to 10, 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. That's one of the most hectic experiences you can ever experience dealing with full-service uh, restaurants and dealing with servers, your GM, your chef, waiters, runners. It's just, it's really, really hectic. Right, so understanding the excitement part of it, though, uh, what what drives you each and every day to continue? Um, I like uh the the adrenaline um it's just it's not like a cubicle job i don't i can't really deal with the whole office type of atmosphere i need that um you know that that cursing the the laughter the ups and right. downs the the blood literally the blood the sweat <laughs> the tears you'll you'll really you'll really go through it um i got a a bunch of you know war stars for my uh on my arms to my fingers cut mm-hmm. into the hospital numerous times that's just it's the all in the day. so what drives you each and every day i know the kitchen is a demanding space understanding that you're dealing with a lot of different clients right with different uh taste buds if you will um oh where, yeah what pushes you I, um my kids um my son he watches me at home he can actually make a full course breakfast. Um, I know he looks at me um, as a super, super big role model in his life, not just being his father. Um, and then he goes to Parkway Elementary School and they had an assembly for the parents on, mm-hmm. you know, what the kids wanted to be when they grew up. And he did his little segment and he had a whole chef outfit on. And that's just, he, stri- he, he pushes me to strive to be the best in the world. I'm very competitive when it comes to cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm better than, you know, Gordon Ramsay, Bobby Flay, Emeril Lagasse. So uh, that's my main thing as well. Is, you know, in this industry too, it's a lot of racial barriers. For so sure. that's another thing. So I just try to, you know, put my foot down and make sure that we're known when it comes to culinary. So there's a lot of culinary chefs are either French, Italian, uh, American, those are the ones that, you know, get immortalized in this, uh, genre of, of food. So that's my main motivation, just being the best and putting that example out there for people that's watching you that you probably wouldn't even know will be watching. Right. So to that, I know to your point, all those chefs that you mentioned, I, I know I see on HGTV and the food network channel all the time. Uh, what is your biggest inspiration in regards to chefs? Are there any that you that you look up to? Um, I understand, obviously, like you said, Bobby Flay, he has a lot going for himself. Emerald, right? These are all really well-known and well-established chefs. Who's your favorite? My favorite chef is Marco Pierre. He's the original Gordon Ramsay. Um, mm-hmm. He's a French chef. He was um, basically the first rock star chef. Um, there's a movie called Burnt that stars Bradley Cooper. 
mm-hmm. and it's basically him reenacting who Marco Pierre was. I mean, he revolutionized French culinary cuisine. Um, he was a badass. So, and that's how I feel as though I am in the kitchen. Um, yeah, that that would that would be it, Marco Pierre. Okay, so let's talk about your business. I, I know you were in a couple restaurants, so let's talk about where you started and where you are now in terms of what you're doing with your cooking skills. Um, my first culinary job coming out of uh, culinary school was at uh, Rooster Steakhouse in Princeton, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that was the most pivotal time in my culinary career because I had an Italian chef who was, you know, really hard on me. He was also, I felt as though he was, uh, um, he had racial tension towards me. Mm-hmm. Um, he started me off as a dishwasher um, instead of going strictly into a kitchen position. He made me earn my way to the line. You know, you usually got the cold line, which is like the pantry, salads, and desserts, and then you have the hot line, which is your grill, your saute. Right. Um, so I went from a dishwasher for one week, my GM actually was closing one night and he seen how I was working with all the other guys and he took he took a look at, you know, my resume and was like, you know what, you shouldn't be here. Put me in prep. I was out of prep in two weeks, went to um pantry. I completed the whole kitchen within a year. No other sous chef in Rooster's history ever did that. It always took at least two years. So um you know, I always knew I had a bullseye on my back and I always had to, you know, do a little bit more. So Ruth Chris was definitely, uh, that was my first job, my most interesting experience. And where I'm at now, I am the chef owner of Quantum Foods. Um, I'm a gourmet catering business, whether it's um, at in-home date night dining. It could be 20 people plated courses or it could be meal prep. I accommodate all aspects when it comes to food with my service and my current girlfriend she is my photographer she's my food chef uh her name is Brittany preston um she's everything that i'm not when it comes to the other side of logistics with the business shout out to brit <laughs> <laughs> so, so um yeah i was gonna say so thinking about right. all the events that you've uh hosted and from what it seems like, you you can cook from, um, you know, the starters to the main entree to desserts. What's your favorite thing to cook? Pasta. Pasta? I love making, yes. I love creating any type of different pasta dishes, um, which includes you making your own sauces, sauces from scratch. Mm-hmm. So that's really what I love to do. And I love cooking with seafood. So pasta and seafood definitely goes well together. And, Anytime I can create a new sauce or a new dish, I always try to aim towards that. I never try to uh, recreate anything I've already done. I always, you know, like to challenge myself when it comes to that. So whether it could be a salad, it could be an appetizer, entree, dessert, mm-hmm. I always try to push myself to uh, make the best food quality as possible. So, um, just thinking about you said how you what's your inspiration, your motivation. Uh so during this quarantine, have you been cooking for people in house or have you just been delivering food? How how's your business working during quarantine? 
actually, um, before quarantine started, I was the uh, food chef and chef de cuisine at the National Restaurant inside the Benjamin Hotel in Midtown Manhattan. Um, that's owned by Iron Chef Jeffrey Sakaria. Mm. Um, and once we went into, you know, lockdown and quarantine, actually, since restaurants were open, I've been more busy than I've ever been. And I kind of actually probably won't even go back to the national um, because how things have picked up and how, you know, my business and my name and my food have, you know, brought in to a lot of different people and different uh, connections and avenues. So quarantine has actually been a blessing in the disguise for me as far as business-wise. So a lot of people have been, you know, booking private uh, couples dinners, whether it be anniversary, birthday, or just because. Um, or a twenty a twenty person four course dinner I have to do um, in eight days, mm. so it's, it's it's been pretty demanding. But I've been loving it. This is what I always ask for uh, when it came to my business. So everything's been great, man. I'm glad to hear business is booming. Uh, so when you think yeah. about your your future aspirations for your business, do you hope to one day have a brick and mortar, um, or do you just hope to kind of do what you're doing now and doing private events and that type of thing? Um, private events, I, I just sort of go on my niche. Um, I can, you know, communicate and, and mesh well with my clients, my guests, uh, with whatever I'm, whatever they want me to accommodate them with. I'm a very much of a people person. And, and I also see myself transitioning into TV, whether it be Food Network, Travel Channel, Food Channel, um, I just feel as though that's where I'm at. I can speak clearly to a camera, mm-hmm. keeping that focus, keep people engaged. So that's really my main thing is uh, transitioning into uh, television when it comes to uh, food. All right, y'all. Heard it here, folks. You heard it here first. Brandon <laughs> Melvin will be on your TV soon. Um, Very soon. Yeah, and we watch the Food Network all the time. <laughs> I, I never watched it before I, you know, I got with my girl Leah, but. Now that I watch it, they be making some all right dishes. Some of them, I don't know what they be doing, but I don't know if you watch that. Yeah, <laughs> we we don't want to get free promo, but yeah, 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 guy, yeah. but guys, grocery games. Ooh, that's a good show. It is. It is a good show. <laughs> um, actually, um, a black chef that I know um, named Chef Tobias. He's in the the DMV area of mm. Victory Chefs. He actually won that twice. Mm. So that's another good. Um, way to get on is, you know, on the shows. My my show that I want to get on is Top Chef. Top I don't chef. really want to get on. Yes, that's the only show that matters to me. Um, one, you're winning $250,000. You can't really go wrong with that. And then two, <laughs> just just the exposure of meeting with Tom Colicchio and just other chefs from around the world and learning new things. And it's just really, for me, it's really just the experience. So, um, yeah, that's, there's so many different avenues when it comes to food. I'm also uh, trying to uh, get in contact with the mayor so we can start some type of uh, um, breakfast program mm-hmm. again in the city, whether it be, you know, parfaits, uh, acia bowls, smoothies, juices. A lot of kids I see walking to the store in the morning, you know, they're getting chips, right. you know, juices, and they're not really feeding their brain, that brain food that they need to have a successful and productive day, whether it be in school, whether it just be in summer camp, um, also. So 
And it's crazy, right? Because I was going to talk to your dad about that, you know, with the Boys and Girls Club. So, um, just to, you know, keep these kids active and just, you know, not just have an idle mind and open our eyes to new different things. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure my dad will want to do that as well. I know during this time, they're not letting, like, any outsiders inside the club, but I'm sure yeah. they can do stuff outside the club and I'm sure that they can partner with you or even he'll partner with you somehow, some way. And, um, even a pl- like we would want to partner as well in any way we could, whether it be filming it. I know you said Brittany do the photography, but we can, uh, yeah, she ain't filming though. She ain't filming. <laughs> she, 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 she's definitely, she's definitely, you know, shooting a lot of great shots. She just started. Um, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't really ask for too much more from her, man. Everything's been, been great. So, um, but yeah, I would definitely, man, listen, the more the, the merrier, uh, the, the more people you have, the more you can get accomplished. So, right. For sure. Um, definitely, like, in the community, that's what we need. Ain't nobody going to come save us but us. Right. We're the, we're the superheroes. We got the case. We have the, you know, we may not have all the resources, but we definitely have the know-how. And if we work together, then we can definitely pull together and create some, some real good experiences for the children out here, man, because they don't really have a lot to look forward to, so... Yeah, and I think to your point, uh, quarantine and this pandemic has changed a lot for the city of Trenton with the cancellation for the remainder of school, um, the limited summer programs that they're now offering, the potential and possibility of fall sports, you know, being canceled due to the, the potential of another spike. Um, and in what ways would, would you want to see, like, our community banding together to really uh, help in, in different ways and it can be food related right but it it could also be in other ways you have any ideas yeah because we have a lot of independent businesses um especially our generation mm-hmm. we have a lot of clothes designers we have chefs uh we have people that have unique skill sets that they're not really utilized only to do a job instead of actually putting it into either their own children or children in the community uh you got people that are personal trainers, um, electricians, like they have this knowledge mm-hmm. and why not, you know, pass that on. Like we create a trade school. We create um the same like the boys and girls club. They just have activities, they have places for kids to go, but we need to create those workshops. I remember when I was in mm-hmm. um middle school and it was still wood shop. Like we still had wood shop then. Like mm-hmm. um people don't know how to, you know, a lot of kids don't have basic skill sets survival skill set, right. uh, gardening, farming, um, just the small things that we, you know, we get out of touch with due to, you know, social media or just life outside of, yeah. you know, the home. Yeah, yeah. So that's my main thing. Um, I'm, I'm very acclimated when it comes to gardening, farming. I can start teaching kids that just basic plant planning and uh, fermentations of certain things. So, I got a lot of information, you know, to offer and give. So if other, you know, people want to join on in that and not looking or are not looking for any, you know, instant gratification, mm-hmm. I'd be happy to work with those type of people because that's the main thing. It being genuine and then looking for instant gratification. Right. And the, the kids nowadays, they think all they want to be is rappers, athletes, or like something like yeah. that. And it's so much more out here. Like you're, you're a chef. You got your own business. I'm I'm doing a podcast. You got photographers. You got videographers. Like it's so much more. You said farming, 
Um, it's, yeah. so much, it's so much more these kids can do around here, but it's like you said, it's not a lot of people that's showing them the way. Like some people doing it, but they don't want to give back and show them how they did it. And right. I think that's they want to be compensated, man. Exactly. They want to be compensated. And that's where we come in, where we can we can give that game out and and show these kids the way because they're our future. So um, I, I I'll be glad to partner with you in any way we can. And um, also, other people, I'm sure when they hear this, they'll be reaching out to you as well. Um, I hope so, man, because I want to really go to the mayor and, you know, I was going to do this already yeah. and just use other people's business. Like, yo, I have these people coming in uh, that are partnering with me. And they probably won't even know about it until they might hear it out in the, out in, you know, in, in the streets or hear it from the podcast. I think I could call out a couple businesses, but. I'd rather get with them, mm-hmm. you know, privately and just see, are you guys willing to do this or are you just doing it for the glitz and glamour? Right. Because I have, I want to do, you know, I want to start teaching kids how to, like, saute, make pastas, make omelets. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, my son can really teach other kids how to do this. Right. So that's another thing, too, is if you can see somebody your age doing it and they can show you and give you the proper direction, then you won't need an adult to do it because my son is actually, you know, he's ready to start doing it. He want to start showing other kids, you know, how to cook or how to do other certain trades that he's learned at such a young age and he's only 11. So, um, and that's another thing. It starts at home. It starts with the parents. Sure. If you're not putting in that time in with your kids, then they won't know anything. You're only worrying about what's going on on social media or what's going on here and not them because they're the future. Once you, once you become a parent, man, it's all about them and making sure they're 10 times better than what you were at any given point in time of their life. Like we're, we, we're here to bridge that gap. That's what I truly believe to make sure we get to the next level in life. Cause we're already behind. We're, we're right. decades behind. So, um, that's, that's really my main thing. Man. Yeah. That generational success, wealth, knowledge is, is invaluable in today's society, especially with everything that kids are seeing on social media. Um, they see how easy it is to, let's just say, become maybe a, a influencer on Instagram or TikTok. Um, but there's so many other, to your point, people out there that are, are making impactful and meaningful change in our communities that that don't get acknowledged in the way that they should be, by all means. Yeah, and and, and that's so, and that's that's the truth. I don't look for any type of you know clout acknowledgement. I just want to, right. you know, just set a positive example for people, man, and especially for the youth, right. because. We we grow up looking for those those superheroes that could be us. So we can, like I said, we can bridge that gap and start that trend. We plant that seed for them for for these kids to have that shade later on in life. Yeah. So Brandon, like I said, I don't want to give too much away right now because I do want to. That's fine. That's I do fine. I do want to bring you in person for a, like a live interview. So um, is there anything else you want to plug? Um, I see you. I see you posted on Instagram about something. I don't know if I should say it or not, but it's some like oh, no, sauce no, no, or no. something. Nah, savory spices. That's my new spice line I'm coming out with. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be out within the next week or two. I'm just waiting on all my stuff to come in. But as far as that, I have five blends that's coming out. Um, a lot of the blends that I use with my food. Um, you know, my girlfriend said I was crazy for doing that, but <laughs> I'm always I'm always creating anyway. So. People have been buying Cajun Alfredos for me for the last six years. So why not give them that spice blend? You know, see if they can recreate at home. Same right. way 
you might go do some cheddar, some cheddar biscuits from Red Lobsters or something <laughs> like that. So I'm already, I'm already, you know, cemented with that recipe. So I'm not really worried about it. But yeah, savory spices. Um, Instagram is at savory spices six oh nine. So yeah, that's the next, my next, uh, my next uh, project. I love that because when I think about the kitchen, so I love to cook, right? Not necessarily. I'm not that culinary expert like you are, um, but I enjoy no. being in the kitchen. It's it, it's a relief for me. Like it's it's my it helps me de stress at the end of the day. Like being able to just go in the kitchen, you know, chop up a few things, cook a few things. Like yeah, it's relaxing, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, but what I love about yeah, that is like thinking about spices. Unlike knives, like you can always have too many knives and too many utensils, but you can never have too many spices. So you got to let, let us know when those uh, when those drop. Oh, no, no, no. Listen, by the time, you know, things switch over, I'll definitely have five spices. Bring them up to the podcast. You know, you guys are having, we can promote it. Um, mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a really interesting rest of the year and going into 2021. Um, so, yeah, I definitely got a lot of things I'm working on, you know, under the sleeve right now, but definitely savory spices is uh, the next one that's coming up. That'll be on sale in my online store at Quantum Foods out online. So, um, yeah, just gotta stay busy, stay occupied, um, and just keep learning. I read a lot. I, I, I really encourage people to start reading more. Um, Think Grow Rich, uh, Forty Eight Laws of Power. Uh, a lot of things I just finished up this year. So, mm-hmm. I'm trying to definitely finish at least thirty books by the end of the year. So. Keep chasing that uh, goal. I got to catch up. <laughs> um, nah, listen, man. Seriously, like, just, just, I wouldn't care for 20 pages a day. You'll finish it soon enough, but just start, you know, just put more intellect into your, you know what I mean, into your brain and less TV, more reading. That's the same thing we tell our kids. But mm-hmm. we got to start actually implementing the same thing we put onto them and stop lollygagging because we're, we're still behind as well. Right. Sure. So, Brandon, I appreciate you for coming through. Um, plug your Instagram, your websites one more time for the uh, listeners. Uh, I have a couple of Instagram pages. Uh, God underscore Chef 14 is my personal chef page. Quantum Foods Online. Uh, Savory Spices 609 on Instagram. And QuantumFoodsOnline.com is my personal website for you to book me, whether it be a couple's dinner, uh, meal prep big parties, birthdays, bar mitzvahs, it doesn't matter. I accommodate all. So I appreciate you guys for having me. This was a blessing. Appreciate you, Reg. Appreciate you, Leah. Thank you. Um, And we're going to definitely do some things, man. Seriously. Yes, I'm excited to see it all come to fruition. But thanks again. Make sure everybody stays safe in these crazy streets right now. (laughs) Yes, Um, yes. And you guys are welcome to come over Thursday for Brittany's birthday party. (laughs) Oh, for sure. We in there. Um, so, so on that note, we, we want to thank you again for, uh, chopping it up with us. No pun intended. Um, uh-huh. and we'll, corny. we'll see you. Corny. We'll see you soon. This is the playmaker podcast. See y'all later. Visit our website at theplaymakerpodcast.com and subscribe on Apple podcast and Spotify.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.